Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. People. Hi, I'm Kim Salmon. I'd like to have a quick word about uh, public radio, particularly 3CR. The thing about public radio is that it's more open than the more formatted types of radio to what's going on around it. So when you listen to it, you're more likely to hear a reflection of real life. And 3CR being in the heart of Smith Street, Collingwood, is a particularly good example of what I'm talking about. If you'd like to uh, subscribe... The number is 94198377. You've been listening to the sand You could never understand Feel the fortune flowing I swung a leg over the bike. Click, click, into the pedals, and we rolled down the lane. Here was a calming familiarity my window on the world. Faster than walking, slower than a train. Higher than a car, but lower than a plane. The bike felt tight, felt beautifully balanced, somehow alive with the hands of the people who had made it. Many thanks to Democracy Now! for that wonderful show beforehand. You're listening to 3CR on the Tranny in the Kitchen, podcasting alive. Good morning, Faith. Good morning, Val. And today, not one tandem, two tandems (laughs) racing towards what has become January, February is um, big in a lot of competitive cycling (laughs) at the moment, so I thought we'd race it off. Joining us on the show today are Mark and Emma, Mark from Cycling Victoria. Morning. Who long-time listeners will recognise he's been on before and always already got a bike moment, so yes. which is good. And Emma, good morning. Good morning. It's a little bit of an overcast day out there, not a bad day for riding, a little bit more breeze than yesterday, a bit hot, stinky hot still, yesterday. <laughs> still nice and warm this morning. But nice and warm this morning. We've got a few things to cover on the show. Firstly, that quote from Robert Penn, uh, The Pursuit of Happiness on Two Wheels. Not hard to find sometimes. Isn't that right, Mark? Oh, definitely. (laughs) Good place to be, two wheels. It is. You forget everything. We've got a little bit of news. Um, Plenty of events coming up in February. And a wrap-up of how to organise rides, how to make it work, why does it work. Faith, mm-hmm. a bike moment. A bike moment. Um, I guess, yeah, this last week my son started high school for the first time and he's been riding independently to school for a few years now, but high school's a bit further away and he, he goes a bit off on his own thing. 
Um, which was fine, but you're kind of thinking, oh, will it be okay? He came home one day having seen a snake on the creek path and had remembered what to do and done all the right things. And then one morning he set off and a bit later I was checking Facebook and there was a post from some people I don't know, but they're members of a group on Facebook I'm a member of, about how they'd stopped in the morning to help a kid who'd had a flat, a year seven kid who'd had a flat on the Merry Creek path. And uh, it turned out it wasn't him, it was one of his mates. But it just gave me that. I just thought, oh, that's nice. You know, there's other people out there looking out for him. It's, uh, yeah. There's one thing about cyclists, actually, I've always noticed if somebody's on the side of the road fixing a flat, most people who ride past ask if they want a hand. You know, yeah. if you've got a pump, you've got everything. It's one of those wonderful things. Mark? I've been in Adelaide for the last week and I haven't had a bike with me, so that's been kind of a challenge in itself. But what it did get me to appreciate was when you're on a bike that you're putting out a little bit more effort to jump on a bike but you're not getting the frustration of being stuck in traffic and that's a fantastic thing and it takes you roughly about the same time for most places where you're going (laughs) so to avoid that traffic yeah really appreciating being on a bike and getting back into melbourne no emma beauty um i was thinking um this was about a embarrassing bike moment so that's the one i'd actually thought (laughs) of in my head um so i've got one from between the christmas new year period trying to conquer the rafa 500 festive 500 um so we'd been out probably three days in a row myself and anna thompson um and yeah it got to like the last day and i was nowhere near finishing but it was the last ride and i was so desperate for a jerry's um juice (laughs) on barclay street that i'd unclipped both pedals and tried to like get off my bike in like the most odd way possible and I was just like what are you doing like it's so embarrassing but um yeah that would be my embarrassing bike moment <laughs> I want to change my bike moment now but I can't I suppose can I? it's interesting when you watch people dismount you know, everybody has a style of actually yeah. getting on a bike, getting off the bike. Yeah. I know it's, you know, it's those little things. Yeah. But um, where was I the other day and somebody, and the classic dismount, so the right leg back over the top of yeah. the left to step off the bike. You look at it, you go, oh. <laughs> then you see somebody get off the right-hand side of the bike and you go, oh, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I'm going to say the first time it's ever happened, two days in a row, I come around the back of the Fitzroy swimming pool and the light is green to go across. It never happens. <laughs> it did this yes. week, I'm telling you. I'll it's go back and see if I can do now. it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've peaked. Yeah, I've peaked. <laughs> I get every other red light on the way to work, <laughs> as long as I get the one two days in a row. Lovely to see a lot more people. Uh, everybody's back at work. Kids, kids are back at school. The traffic on Napier Street is increasing every week. It's great yeah. to watch. Uh, great to watch. We better get through some news. Chris Froome. Did well on the uh, Herald Sun tour, which was um, pretty interesting. Was a good. It's good to see um, a couple of the big teams coming out yes. for these. Yeah. Um, you know, Adelaide cross to this Cadell's race, which is good. Uh, Mark, you better fill in. Anna Mears, another three track championships. Yes, <laughs> yes, she did exceptionally well. I don't think I've ever seen her race as well as she did in Adelaide in the last week. 
Um, a lot of Victorian success. I've got to push the Victorian barrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we did an absolutely fantastic job. We've got some really good young up-and-comers who did some amazing results. Got Cal O'Brien out there who had got champion of champions. Courtney Field ended up fourth, I think, in the women's uh, women's Kieran with Anamir, Steph Morton and... Katie McTeer, so some really big names in that field and coming forth was no mean feat. So there's a lot of good junior up-and-comings. And then obviously we had Shane Perkins and quite a few others yeah. of the veterans in there who, again, took national titles. So absolutely fantastic week from Victorian cycling and national point of view. Still a very strong sport, track cycling. Yeah, yeah. very exciting sport to watch. Yeah. Whether it's a Madison or whether it's the 10-second events the sprints or your flying 200s absolutely fantastic yeah i know when uh, i a few times i've talked friends into coming along like to um the austral or the madison and you know the people who don't see themselves as watching cycling but they they're really blown away by the excitement of that event and yeah i think it's something really that a lot of people don't think about but when they've been touched by it they yeah don't forget it and it's something that they come back to again yeah just having it all captured in one space yeah. makes it much easier to get yes. that across yeah and tactics you're watching the tactics yes. you can yeah. see the actual individual yeah. people That's as right. they're riding you know effort which is good and we should mention uh, peter kenow who won the cadell evans race who seems that's become very popular now yes it's very good and um, I was trying to confirm this with Mark. There's a women's race before the Cadell Evans race. Do mm-hmm. they call it something? No, I can't remember. I should have looked. Anyway, we would comment on the fact that he, when organising the race, he insisted that there was actually an equal representation yeah. in the two races. And Mark said to me, well, if it's not true, it should be. Yeah, yes. <laughs> that's pretty much right. <laughs> good. <laughs> so we should uh, we acknowledge Cadell Evans for what he's putting in the cycling, what he's giving back to cycling, actually, too. And the other breaking news, it appears that the New South Wales government might be backpedalling slightly on their crazy photo idea cycling rules, which is interesting. Oh, they want to bring in in March, you're meant to carry a photo ID. Oh. Otherwise you'd be fined $102 just for not carrying the ID. A couple of things, there's no draft legislation yet, so they're leaving it till mm-hmm. the last minute, obviously, and they seem to be stepping away from it a little bit. I think the bit that I've heard that they're stepping away from is that you won't be double fined which will be hilarious, the $700 for rolling through a red light. New Ze- I mean, anyway, New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we'll be back just after this um, to get the load on, lowdown on how to organise a ride. Estás sintonizando 3CR. 3CR 
94198377. The number is again 94198377. And you're back listening to the Yarrabug Radio Show on 3CR. Um, as we mentioned, our studio guests today are Mark Drellick from Cycling Victoria and Emma from Fondo Cycling. And we're going to be talking about the Women's Ride, which uh, is coming up to its second year. Second year, yeah. And it's going to be a bit on a bit earlier this year. Yeah, so we've moved it forward because of International Women's Day. Oh, I thought cool. there was a good... Good link there. So we've moved it forward. We're going to link it into our International Women's Day Cycling Awards. So it's going to be a massive day yeah. by oh, all accounts. Yeah. So basically last year we had over 50 rides, over 2,000 people get involved in this ride. It was an absolutely brilliant day. We had some great weather. We had a little bit of rain during the day. But absolutely fantastic day where people got out and started thinking and talking about women getting involved in cycling. And so from there, we've looked at it again, gone, let's make this bigger and better and obviously linked it to International Women's Day. And we're putting it on again. So, so far, we've got over 20 rides registered. We've got two main hubs, one at Docklands, one down in the St Kilda Marina area. That's put on by the Port Phillip City Council. And we've been speaking to Bicycle Network Victoria, who are getting on board with it this year, who wanted to look at it and go, right, we can get involved with that because we've got the Ascent coming up. They're big women's, yep. women's mm-hmm. only ride. So they're using it as a tool to go forward and go, right, get involved in this. It's a good chance to get on your bike and get started to get into it. So setting up rides has been – we've made it really easy for people this year. You can go on to the website, which is www.thewomensride.com.au and register, register yourself as a leader and then set your own rides up and manage them from there. And I think Emma can talk a little bit yep. more from there. Cool. Um, so with Fondo Cycling, um, we participated in this event last year. Um, so I think we had about 80 or so women join us um, last year. Um, we started out in the east of Melbourne or in Heidelberg at Peak Cycle, so we normally leave from there. Um, and we took them out through... Um, you know, Diamond, Diamond Creek, St Andrews, Kangaroo Ground, um, out in all those beautiful areas there. Um, so we find that there's always a road out there that you've never cycled down or you've never <laughs> had a go at um, that, you know, throws a few surprises at you. Um, so we took the women out that way last year. Um, and then we ended up kind of um, rolling into a cafe in Eltham um, and, you know, and having a bit of a, a social event towards the end of it as well. Um, found it really easy to work with Cycling Victoria on that event, um, you know, setting up the event on that page and um, getting people to register through all of that is really, really easy to do. Um, so I encourage women if, um, yeah, if they want to set up their own type of thing to definitely go ahead and, and do it. Um, but if they want to come with us, they certainly can because we're doing it Lots again. Lots of options. <laughs> Lots of options. And it's not just for people in Melbourne, metropolitan areas. It's right around the right state. Right across so Victoria. We've, yeah, we've yeah. got rides in Geelong, Castlemaine, um, up in Bendigo, around in Shepparton. Yeah. And we're speaking to other groups out even and further than that. I think the strength of this event that struck me last year was it, it really is drawing on that grassroots element. So. It, anyone can start a ride. Yeah, it's all about Any type community participation. Ride. And there's no cost to it, which is the yeah. great thing. People look at a lot of these recreation rides and go, oh, 
I haven't got $100, I haven't got $200 yeah. to do it. This one, you can start up and give it a go and see if you like it. You yeah. don't have to have an amazing racing bike. You can have an old bike you've got. Yeah. You can have a mountain bike. There's so many different variations on what's going on. There's cyclocross, there's road riding, there's trail riding. So yeah. there is something really out there for everyone. And if the ride you want to do isn't up there, you could yeah. organise it yourself. If and, you've got and a get few friends. friends to come along and invite a few extras that's it and that's, even if yeah. you've got an idea on something yep. you want to do and you there's no one else you know that wanted, wants to be involved stick it up there anyway and yeah. see who comes along yeah. it's a great way to make new friends and get involved with your local community yeah and so is this something like cycling victoria are really obviously consciously they've made the decision to try and get more women onto bikes yes. yeah so we're going down a new path traditionally we've been a very much racing organization but one of our big focuses in the next three or four years is getting people riding. So we're not looking necessarily at the racing, racing. element. We know we do yeah. that. We know we do that well. But riding so important. And there's so many more people that we know want to ride but don't know where to start. So we're putting in a whole lot of first bases where people can go, yep, yeah, I can step up to that and have a go at getting on a bike and going for a little ride. So. Mm-hmm. Some of the things happening this year are little skill sessions. A couple of councils are running skill sessions. I know Darabin's going to be running one. Um, there's out in Port Phillip, they're putting out a whole lot of different bikes that people can try. There's going to be a cargo bike display. There's going to be speakers. So really there's a lot of different options for people. Yeah. And um, I guess for Fondo, um, you now have a cycling team. Yep. Fondo, Trek Fondo. Trek Fondo, yes. Uh, will they be coming on the ride? Is this an opportunity to ride with them? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yep. so we'll definitely have representatives from Trek Fondo on board. Um, the girls are actually quite great with that um, yeah. because they do help. It's, you know, there's three of us, there's Anna, yeah. myself and Kate, so we can't lead a bunch of 80 women. <laughs> um, so we do need the support of the team and the girls so far have been awesome at yeah. doing that. Um, so, yeah. They'll be along. Emma, yeah, how, how, many, how many participants in your ride, say, last year, and what you would expect this year? Um, so we had about 80-odd last year. 80? Yeah. And yeah. then, um, you know, we'd probably be focusing on a similar number this year. Yeah. Um, the other thing is we've actually um, been helping Bicycle Network with the Ascent um, and do take training rides for the Ascent. So we've, yep. we've actually started to broaden that, um, you know, network of women that have just kind of coming into yeah. cycling. Um, so I think they'd be up for the challenge of, yeah. you know, what we're doing on that day as well. So, you know, yeah. they'd be likely to come along with us. So, yeah. yeah. I think there's a lot of opportunities more. I suppose there's the leading organisations in cycling, Cycling Victoria, Bicycle Network, Cycling Australia, are putting a lot more resources into getting, providing opportunities for women to be riding. Um Things like the Ascent, the Women's Ride, Cycling Victoria's Breeze Program, mm-hmm. um, le- uh, She Rides from Cycling Australia yep. have all gone on and grown into opportunities where women can start at different levels. We've got a program called Social Spin, which is women starting in a very basic social outdoor spin class. It takes it right back to getting together, talking, laughing, mm-hmm. but sitting on bikes, having fun on in a group environment. Yeah. So, will there be a social spin event? On there the, will be. As part there'll of be the one down ride. at Docklands, and there'll be one down at Port Phillip. So, yeah, there'll be a number of different things like that. And the Port oh, Phillip awesome. event, she spoke. Yes. That's 
um, they're actually going to have speakers and it's a whole day of That's activities. A, so yeah, and we're culminating that with the International Women's Day Awards. Yeah, so that really brings in the whole celebratory element of it too. So are many of the rides going to finish up there for that? We're hoping that a lot start from the Docklands area mm-hmm. and find their way eventually to the Port Phillip event, yep. as she spoke, yeah. I want still got to ask back to our <laughs> 80 people, Emma. How do you organise that? Um, we're pretty good at organising. I assume no. that. <laughs> how do you do it? Oh, so how do we do it? Um, so, obviously, I mean, Fondo, get... Fondo is a brand. Yeah. Um, it's a women's cycling apparel brand. Um, so we have, you know, hell of a lot of people following us through Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Um, and we pretty much use that, that social media channel to, to get the message out there. Yeah. Um, you know, and then we've, we've, we've got other partners in, you know, like Melbourne Cycling League and people like that that will, you know, retweet or share our post. Yeah. And, you know, the women really get behind it. And, you know, it's all that sharing of information through social media that really helps to, you know, create the buzz around the event and... And that's kind of how we've done it in the past. So, And managing that big group on the road. On the I road, mean, Oh, on the road. Yeah. yeah. So um, what we normally do is we um, ask for speed groups um, and then we'll have uh, maybe four lots, so around 20 riders per two litres type thing. So one will sit at the front, one will sit at the back, mm-hmm. and we pretty much monitor that those 20-odd yeah. people in your group. Um, you know, we've got the Trek Fondo girls usually lead the, the faster riders. You want to go off and maybe have a bit of a go. Um, and then I'm usually out the back with the slow ladies. <laughs> um, and, yeah, just making sure that they're okay and know where they're going and, yeah, can get up the hills. And, yeah. and yeah. you know, that's pretty much how, how, we, how we roll. Yeah. And, I, and I presume it's a no-drop ride. Yes. Yes. Yep. So I am the Lantern Rouge. Is that what it is? No, 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 no. It's so, called the tight back end with yeah. somebody behind everybody yeah. making sure yeah. nothing slips by. Yeah, so we, um, we also we went to TDU and we had a ride on the Saturday out to Alonga. Um, so, yeah, similar type thing. Um, we actually capped that at 40 because we only knew that we had X amount of people to help us on the yeah. day. Um, so, uh, yeah, similar type thing. So, you know. 20 riders per two people or, yeah. you know, and, and you can kind of keep them in check that way. So, yeah. yeah. See, it's not too long ago that the idea that someone organised a road ride for women and you have to cap it at 40 yeah. just wouldn't. And, and the idea that there'd <laughs> yeah. be 80 women on your ride on a day, on the same day that there'd be hundreds of other women out on other rides. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's really grown for women, especially the road riding thing in the last few years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think some, a lot of people might have started riding as far as a fitness issue or they're new to it. Riding by yourself and then riding in a group, they're so, it's so much different just from a perceived safety point of view yeah. and surrounded by like-minded people. It may yeah. be sometimes different skill sets and things like that. It makes a big difference to the way you sit on the bike and enjoy the ride, doesn't Very it? Very much so. Yeah, yep. Very true. Cool. <laughs> so if anyone wants to find details of a ride, um, they can do that at thewomensride.com.au yep. and they can also register their own rides there. Yep, so you can go onto there. There's a couple of different menu options. We've tried to make it as simple as possible. You can go to register as a leader and it'll walk you through the steps there. And once you've done that, if you wish to put your own ride on or an event on, you can scroll across to log in and add into an event. So, 
or have a look through the events there and join one. You can search by suburb. Yeah. Um, or type MTB. Click on the yeah. map for where things are. Yeah. So. There's a map of Victoria with pins all over it. Yes. So um, be nice to see a few more. I'd love to see many more. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you've still got a month to register if you're right. Yeah. I think there's a goodie bag for people who actually register. Yeah, we're organising yeah. quite yeah. a few little things so, this year. Yeah, <laughs> that's another incentive. Because sometimes people, for example, if they know Fondo, they tell you guys they're coming, but they don't register on the yep. website. Yep. Um, but there is a bonus to doing that. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Get in early, organise the ride. Hope you have a great day, Emma, on that ride. That Thank sounds like a lot of fun. Bell. Yeah. Now, the month of February, how many events do we need? <laughs> there are plenty. I'll, st- I'll start with one because I know you've probably got the bulk of them. Um, Sustainable Living Festival is coming up, of course. It's already started. It's already started, sorry. Yep. <laughs> and they actually hold a lot of, they hold a lot of events on February the 14th, of course yeah. they would yeah. on the Sunday. And look, one of the set visitor seminar riding in Melbourne perceived fear or real risk. It's mm. a bit of a um, chat fest about that, yep. which is on. That'd be an interesting one. It is. It's because yeah, it, it really tracks it. Um, that'll be on February the 14th, 4pm, I'm sure. In the in the shed. In the shed. At uh, Birurangma. Yep. And that's also the launch of a project that the Squeaky Wheel are doing with CrowdSpot, which over the next three months measuring um, perceived fear and issues people have around that um, perception of safety riding in Melbourne and then comparing that to actual crash data to see like what spots are stopping people from riding that might not be showing up in um, historical crash data because the, mm. there's no actual accidents there but yeah. they're a big psychological barrier so um, that'll be an interesting launch, there's a good uh, panel of speakers yeah. um, and opportunities for the audience to ask questions too Interesting, I'm, um, I have trouble convincing a lot of my same age friends that they should be on a bike from a long time ago. I don't have any problem convincing their children to do it, yeah. though. And at the moment, I'm setting up a, a bike for uh, the daughter, a daughter of a friend who's probably 28, I think, or something like that. But it's interesting, the perceived risks comes from her mother. Mm. I will not let you cycle unless you're wearing high vis and helmets. It's quite interesting that perceived risk is still there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's because she remembers cycling in the seventies and thinks it's the same thing. It's just, yeah. um, it's interesting to see that part of that is that perceived risk. And sometimes yeah. it's not even. Sometimes it's just a way to express concern, yep. but and and you know it's very easy to channel it into acceptable ideas like well cycling's risky, so you can channel it there. Whereas it's not actually thinking about well is this actually something no. mm. I need to worry about? Uh, and to- sorry, <laughs> my my list for February doesn't go beyond this week because there's an awful yeah, lot right. on. So um, I'll. Just go through them a bit quickly. February the 11th, which is Thursday, there's a suit ride in the city that's being run by Sarah M. from Velo Aporta, who's down from Sydney, and that's also uh, one of the SLF events. Um, And we'll have the links for all these up on the um, podcast, so you'll be able to find them, or you could Google suit ride and Velo Aporta. There is also on Friday night... 
leading off from the Treadley Bike Hub, which is on again this weekend at Birurongma, a projector bike ride. And the Treadley Bike Hub itself will be starting on Friday and going through till Sunday night. And we'll also have uh, the commuter cycle swap meet on the Saturday and roller racing from Brunswick Cycling Club and St Cloud on the Sunday. There's also um, a cycling in style workshop at Library at the Docks on the Friday night. Um, and a heap of other rides. <laughs> I think there are a lot of rides as part of the SLF. Um, there's some Eco City rides being run by the Squeaky Wheel. There was two last weekend, but there's a couple more. They're free. You can register for them online at thesqueakywheel.com.au. And uh, there's a heap of other riding events as part of the SLF, so it's well worth having a look at the SLF website. It's um, it's grown... How long has SLF been going for? Six years? I think it's longer. Is it six yeah. or seven years? It's interesting, a phenomenon that can yeah. grow from something. It was, you know, it was a quite smallish to begin with. Yeah. What I'm leading to is part of it now has become... The bike hub has become an important part of it, which we yeah. all would like to see... It's and it's a great sort of warehouse showcasing of different rides and yeah yeah and the bike hub's worth getting along to even if I say so myself but um, (laughs) there's a lot of stands there with people with bikes a whole range of bikes um, and it has what I still maintain is the best um, ride test area you will ever find. It's along the Yarra, oh, under yes. the trees, under with the a trees. nice breeze. Yeah. There has never Very been nice. a nicer test ride area. <laughs> They're usually out the back of a warehouse somewhere. <laughs> Go around the block twice. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and that's all we have time for today. Thanks very much to Mark and Emma for coming in to talk about the women's Thank ride. You. Thank you for having us. And coming up next is Dirt Radio. Oh, <laughs> And we also have to remind you that 3CR relies on the generosity of its listeners, so you can make a donation or subscribe to 3CR at 3cr.org.au. Y'all know y'all know how. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.